Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. I'm Anjali Malwani and today we're going to be talking about remote work. With us today is Ritooja Kulkarni, a mental health counselor at HDFC school in Pune. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> so, um lazy but good. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to know uh what you do about your company and just a little background about yourself. Of course. So I am a psychologist and a hypnotherapist. So I did my bachelor's in psychology. I did my master's in health psychology from UK. And I am I am also currently doing, I'm almost done with my clinical psychology, master's in clinical psychology as well. Wow. Uh, and I'm working as a school counselor at the HDFC school, Pune. Did I get that right? Did you, do you have two masters? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm almost done with, I this, this year I should be done with my um, clinical psychology as well. And uh, I am a hypnotherapist. I'm also working as a school counselor at the HDFC school Pune. It's in Magarpatta. So I've been there with them since uh, two years almost now. I think I'll, I'll be completing two years with them, which is great. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I've been doing. That's a long time. That's my education. Nice. And I believe yeah. you also have a personal practice on the side. Yeah, uh, so um, the thing is sometimes, I mean, uh, since the past two, three months, I would say two months, I've been focusing on my work because there's, there's been a lot of work. So I haven't really focused on my private practice, but yes, sometimes I do. Uh, mostly I'm taking hypnotherapy sessions rather than just psychology counseling sessions because I haven't really gotten time. But yes, I am focusing on private practice as well. And the organization is called Beyond the Obvious. So it's just me uh, who's handling it for now. It's very small scale. Uh, maybe eventually, uh, once I'm, uh, I think, sorted and more settled, I think I will uh, kind of uh, open my own clinic and stuff like that. Nice. I mean, I do follow you on Insta. It's, it's really nice, this kind of thing. <laughs> um, so what's <laughs> the difference between uh, hypnotherapy and like normal therapy, I guess? Okay. Yeah, um, so uh, hypnotherapy is basically an altered state of awareness. So in hypnotherapy, what we do, so basically in normal counseling, we are working with the conscious mind. Okay, so uh, the conscious mind is more active. We are asking direct questions and all of that. But in hypnotherapy, we're focusing on subconscious mind. So there are a lot of things in a subconscious mind that, um, and they, they basically overpower a conscious mind. So a lot of things, a lot of things that we do, it's, it's due to what is, um, uh, how, how would I put it it's because of suppose I'm you know uh, if somebody approaches me uh, and I uh, or maybe I am approaching this particular organization because I really want to get a job in that organization but I have this particular fear coming from the subconscious mind basically that means is that fear there is a there's a reason for that fear it's come from somewhere so we have to figure that out right so that's when we try to basically work with the subconscious mind so in hypnotherapy it's more of subconscious mind because subconscious mind is 6,000 more ti- uh, uh, 6, times more powerful. And then what we do is we tell the client to just lie down or sit up straight. doesn't matter. It really depends on the client, what they want to do, uh, how they are comfortable. And we give auto suggestions. So we try to put them, uh, we, we don't call it trance anymore because people try to take it in a very different way. But we try to put them in a uh, meditative state, I would say where the conscious mind is at rest, it's awake, it's aware of everything that is happening around, but it's at rest. And that's when the subconscious mind is more active. And that's how you get the answers immediately. And because subconscious mind takes the information easily, because obviously that's the overpowering mind, part of part of a brain. 
so that's why so that's how, what we do in hypnotherapy and hypnotherapy under hypnotherapy there are a lot of therapies like how psychology is a field there are so many therapies under psychology is the same thing so hypnotherapy there are many therapies under hypnotherapy and it can be it works great for um, anxiety any kind of fear phobia um, any relationship issues um, health issues chronic illnesses um, and also uh, past life past life regression therapy so i specialize in past life regression therapy so that's also one of the therapies that come under hypnotherapy so it really depends on the client's problem and the issue mm. and then accordingly we get into these therapies and there's there's a lot of things actually there's like at least 30 to 40 therapies under hypnotherapy so um, so yeah and in psychology counseling it's basically one one on one where uh, you are basically just focusing more on your thoughts and emotions and just talking about it so it's that with the conscious mind okay so that's the difference. I think so I think from what I understand is that uh, hypnotherapy is basically trying to uncover some hidden truths that you may have yeah core beliefs or, and yeah yes. yeah okay cool so I'm looking at how the rise of work from home has affected mental health we actually I'm just looking at the rise of remote mm-hmm. work and because of corona obviously people have been forced to work remotely even though it's working for some businesses while it's not working for the others some people say that it's affected their mental health in a really good way while other people are saying that you know it's brought them down so i just wanted to get some insights from you on what your thoughts are on remote work and how it affects our mental health okay so um i think it's great that, uh, that a lot of people are working from home because you know you're in your own comfort um so that's a great thing another thing is that you're uh, saving a lot of time commuting so you know there's no um, i would say there's no janjar kind of a thing you know you don't have to get into a lot of uh, tension and or oh, you don't have to wake up at this particular time have to have my breakfast and then go to work you know the traveling the whole um being anxious kind of a thing that happens every morning before going to work that's not happening anymore so that's a great thing um so but keeping this aside there's one uh, drawback uh, which i have seen with a lot of companies with a lot of organizations that just because you're working from home they expect you to work any time or uh, what happens is they will conduct meetings any time they want i mean this is happening with me so for sure so i mean i understand and i know a few people as well like were working till 11 when they actually working hours are 9 to 6 yeah. so that's one drawback just because you're working from home doesn't mean that you don't have anything else to do uh, but uh, i think the seniors don't understand that or maybe their i think priorities have changed or whatever but they they're expecting their employees to work anytime whenever they say and now the fact that is uh, everybody is in need of money because a lot of people are getting fired so people are just getting into fresh you know they are getting pressurized into doing work um, according to the seniors so they can't even say no but i think that's where i think we have to try to maintain a boundary and have like a civil talk with the senior so i think this is what is happening mainly so yeah this brings me to what we call work from home ethics where a lot of people are um, there are no defined guidelines or boundaries between like your work and your home so we're also talking about how um there should be only these professional mediums where you communicate with employees within your organization like slack flock and all the others and you do not go beyond those mediums to communicate with your employees beyond work hours as long as you know shit's hitting the roof so i am studying in a uh, uel in london and this is my final major project for my graduation and what what i'm doing is i i, I 
all my research is going to amount into an outcome which is going to be a book which is going to yeah. be a conversation starter with people mm-hmm. about right. um their preferences uh, or because okay so work from home is like real it's it's emerging there are it, it's changing as we speak every day yeah basically it's going to keep changing and we don't know what the future is going to be so this is just a way for people to start a conversation and uh kind of food for thought think about things have their own opinion on the subject and eventually right. that will build the foundation for you know remote working in the future right right yeah so, yeah so do you think that there has been an increase in people who seek professional mental health since remote working has been on the rise i mean of course it's also it happening at the same time as a pandemic which is the coronavirus so i'm sure that will also you know prompt people to seek professional mental health but purely because of remote working do you think people have um, started to seek more professional mental health yeah I, I, like i said um like 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 you also said um it's actually started because of covid because of covid people are started working from home and that's where you know people are getting stressed out um so yes uh, there has been a tremendous increase because of um, uh, in mental health uh, seeking support seeking professional help uh, uh post pandemic because people started working from home because it's genuinely it's not just spending time with family you know uh, like i said uh, you are expected to work anytime you want um there are so many uh, not everybody has good internet connection you know like uh, like this this just reminded me of something cuz some people don't have the kind of resources like we do we we are at least still you know we are uh, our parents are pretty well to do so we have got those resources but there are some people who maybe don't even have that so um so that's where the baggage comes from and these people really do need you know someone to talk to and all of that so yeah there has been an increase because of this okay so what 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 are, what's the kind of who rather who are the kind of people that are your clients generally what age group do you usually um yeah so mostly around uh, above 22 i would say actually above 23 to um let's say um 30 like um young adults. adults yeah yeah okay. young adults cool do you think remote working has affected people's mental health in more of a positive way or more of a negative way i mean of course there are both but which one do you think supersedes the other i think uh, positive i feel yeah. is my opinion um, yeah, because it is actually giving you the liberty to work from anywhere you don't really have to be in pune which yeah. people want because they can't stay in the house 24/7 right nobody can i can't and so a lot of people have seen that they've gone um, traveling and they're working from there and they're enjoying that that's great uh, and it's never happened before so it's you know it's an experience in itself so i think that has also helped people to have kind of um, different kind of environment where they can work in they are they're choosing to work in that environment and it's actually causing them a lot of positive effects which is great so i think that is a very uh, i think that subs, uh, that overpowers the other pros and pros and even cons for that matter this is the, like the best thing that people could experience in this pandemic yeah you're right i i think um, so from all the research that i've been doing so actually i started off trying to predict what the future of work looks like but uh, as i delved delved more into my research i realized that there is no uh, concrete outcome to this there is just 
uh, it just seems to be that there is going to be a hybrid model that people are going to uh, you know adapt to the hybrid model is like it has two kinds of approaches which is basically one approach is where you have defined hours and uh, days where you go to the office and you interact with your co-workers and another one is more flexible where you are free to visit at your own time and convenience perhaps for infrastructure technical hardware stuff or just to brainstorm and collaborate with your co-workers in person so yeah it seems right. to be this is going to be the future and right now we i think it's very important for us to remember that we are working from home by yeah. phone because of the pandemic which is why we're probably experiencing a lot yeah. of negative emotions towards it but yeah. if given the choice if given the freedom to choose i think that uh, people would be happier choosing their own environment and it will affect yeah. their mental health yeah and i think i would i would also like to put forward a point where i think you know people have realized that uh, a lot of work can be done from home as well you don't necessarily have to go to the office yeah like most of the work i would say at least 70% of the work can be done you know uh, work like can be done from home so that is also like a, you know it was an eye opener for a lot of people so hence people like to work from home many people like to work from home yeah Definitely. And everybody likes to go for the convenience and comfort. Who wouldn't, right? Yeah, so. it saves uh, a lot of time and money, not only for employees, but also for employers. Uh, like in terms of infrastructure, they, they have less overhead costs where they don't have to have a roof over that many employees because most of them are remote. And it also like gives companies access to talent that is geographically spread so they can even hire right. someone sitting in london or dubai or wherever yeah as yeah. long as they have the budget to do that obviously yeah, of course yeah, yeah yeah do you have any other insights for us on how um working from home can affect our loneliness screen time and also most importantly a blurred sense of boundary between work and life because we're doing everything in that one confined space screen time yes that's increased a lot even for me i mean it's crazy and i am continuously on my phone or my laptop and i cannot seem to stay away from either or or you know um so it's kind of it's it's been difficult because of that but then again we don't really have an option we have all the work happens on the laptop or phone um so um yeah that has increased a lot and what i normally do is you know i try to take half and a half an hour breaks between and i try to like i i splash water on my eyes just in case so i i'm using um, you know and anti glare uh, yeah. specs just in case you know i that's what i do cuz i i don't have specs but i'd like to use anti glare cuz better to you know better to be safe than sorry so i have been using that as well and i do splash water it's just better that way i'm you know to keep my eyes cool and all of that so that is about the screen time but otherwise uh, about the work life balance i think i think everybody needs to understand their own boundaries uh, it really depends on person to person like suppose uh, i if i feel that my boss is telling me to work out of hours many times i can understand four five times it happens but if this is happening consistently i will definitely put my foot down and be like i cannot this is not right and that is where we need to understand that they don't control us they need us too we are also providing everything we can from our side but that does not mean that we should be working at any given time so that is you know to understand that to kind of lay that boundary is very important yeah. and i think people need to understand that people are very scared because they think they will get fired but no it's not necessarily 
okay because yeah. you are deter you know your health is getting your mental health is basically going down it's it's affecting you both ways so you might as well take a stand and talk about it be open about it and i feel that will help with the work life balance otherwise it won't yeah so yeah this is what i feel i think uh, as employers people should be more accepting to their employees personal kind of backgrounds because i mean i guess when you're working from home everybody has a different household situation and which can influence their work in like many different ways but this is again when it's forced to work from home when given the yeah. choice to work from home it's an it's a great advantage because there's no micromanagement and you are your own boss so essentially you can manage your own time and how you do your work as you please uh yeah this brings me to uh, the lack of self motivation or rather self discipline a lot of people may find that they are they find it difficult to push themselves uh, to do certain tasks and probably procrastinate till the last minute and stuff like that so how do we how would you suggest we can tackle these issues in future best thing is to prioritize what you need to do in that particular day or in that particular week so you can do like a you can do daily tasks uh daily or weekly tasks um and uh, prioritize what you need to get done in this week and just make a timetable that's the best thing and you have to get see once you know what you need to do it's easier to follow it yeah once if you don't have a plan then you're definitely going to pro- uh, procrastinate because when there have been times when i have been lazy because i don't plan things sometimes and that's the that's the time when i don't feel like doing anything and i've noticed that but when i do plan when i know that i have to do this 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 on this particular day i am there i i do it so that's what i think you need to prioritize you need to know what you need to get done in that particular day or that week or that month give yourself deadlines for whatever work that you need to get done and you will be there i think and and i think you know making a schedule for yourself is the best honestly yeah i completely agree even i love lists and like these to do that but yeah, um, it just kind of clears your mind right it, it makes you realize okay this is what you need to do sometimes you don't even have anything on your mind because you don't feel like doing anything but when you actually want to get something done and you know it down you know oh my god there's so much to do right there's always something to do isn't it yeah yeah of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but like uh, but how would you say people can um motivate themselves and they're feeling depressed or they're feeling low on certain days and they don't want to like actually work but obviously we have to and i guess because we are at home or in an environment of our own we feel like we can take it a bit easy but actually mm-hmm. that's not the case right so um to self motivate i would say um you can inculcate in some hobby uh anything it could be anything it could be just watching netflix for 1 hour even that will give you some kind of stress buster you know so beat anything get into uh, learn something new learn a new language do something different um, as an as an extra curricular activity it can be anything so i'm not giving examples it really depends on person to person as to what what they want to do apart from just working mm-hmm. or cooking or whatever sometimes cooking is therapy for a lot of people mm-hmm. but not everybody would like to right so you they can it's up to you what you want to choose but do something else some, do something that makes you happy you know do something that you genuinely like to do if you like to play an instrument make sure that you're playing an instrument every single day at least for for an hour so that is something that you can definitely get into other than that uh, i feel um talking to somebody helps it doesn't have to be a professional 
but even talking to your friends getting in touch with somebody that you feel that you can talk to your partner your any of any of your family members doesn't matter but talking genuinely helps and i have seen a lot of people especially men who uh, stop themselves into expressing and that's and they because they don't want to show anybody that they're vulnerable and i'm telling you most men have been suffering through i won't say i won't say depression or anything but they've been feeling low because of work from home because sometimes they don't have anyone to talk to because they have to you know they are the man of the house and they have to make sure that they are financially stable and they have you know again you know a future they have to think about the future so men have been really feeling low and they don't know how to talk about uh, their feelings to anybody so i think you need to start talking it it can be any small thing but start you have to start somewhere and another thing that is journaling you know maybe you write down uh, write down like whatever you've done the whole day and how would you like your second day to be you know not just negative but the positive part of it also what we do is only focus on we only focus on writing negative things because we just letting it out that's great but yeah. also write what you would like to do the next day you know yeah. turn it into a positive like turn it into convert it into a positive affirmation also so that's what i feel you can do this Well, this is, these are the best basic steps that you can start with yeah that's a uh, great advice one of my friends actually uh once randomly messaged me and asked me to write down uh 10 things that i'm grateful for that happened today before i slept at night i felt i felt like i should do it so i did it and it it turned out to be really nice like while i was actually going through it i realized how Uh, blessed and how grateful I really am for the things that have gone well throughout my day. So I think yeah, that's a nice, that's a really good thing to do. People may think it's yeah, not yeah. effective or it's so silly, but no, it's powerful. No, once you get used to it, it is it is powerful. You know, maybe you yeah. won't feel it much in the first four or five days, but later, if you get used to it, you'll feel that effect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, how do you think um it's affected our interpersonal relationships remote work how do you think it's affected interpersonal relationships um i don't think it is affected it that much this is what i feel um because anyway if if you're if you're you know working from home you're with your family so if not if nothing it's actually increased it's helped you increase um it's helping you basically spend more time with your family so i don't think uh, i personally don't feel it's affected interpersonal relationships that much yes there are times when like i said there are some people who are working crazy hours and they are not giving the family time so i think it's it's like uh, it's 50-50 i would say you know there's there's nothing uh, there's nothing wrong there's nothing too good about it but uh, i feel most people are really happy with their family relation with their interpersonal relationships but there are some people who are maybe working crazy hours for whatever pressure that they have and they're ignoring their family time mm-hmm. you know so yeah i guess so there's no particular reason as such so yeah i guess work life balance is really important that's what i said. yeah yeah coming back to the same point yeah. yeah um nice uh so there's this really nice quote that i came across that says we are um social species we need others to survive which basically means that we cannot work in isolation for a long period of time right we need the connection between people and stuff like that so what do you think about social interaction like i mean now that we're interacting with people mostly through technology and like over facetime or whatever but uh how do you think this this affects our mental health when we see people through our screens and not as much in person there's definitely a tendency to feel lonely when even when you're 
catching up with your friends um, online or connecting with people online. I mean, uh, there's no temporary um, relief. There's this temporary satisfaction and happiness when you see them, when you talk to them. But then again, you're going back to your own, um, you're, you're going back to your own zone where, you know, there's nobody around actually and um, you have to do everything by your own and all of that. So you do feel lonely. There is that sense of loneliness. I wouldn't say it's way too much, but yes that it it kind of hurts you it kind of puts you down you you just want to get out of the house and it that is one of the main reasons as to why you um, how do i put it uh, so i always tell everyone to focus on connecting with people though you can't do it physically do it online at least that is something you know that is something mm-hmm. but it never takes the whole um, loneliness away i feel it's there it's there unless and until you are actually connecting them when they're like physically, it's very different. It's very different. So when you're at home, you're still connecting with everybody, you know, before going to sleep, you feel that sense of loneliness. You feel like, you know, when is this going to get over? That that thought comes to your mind. So um, honestly, you can't really do anything about it. That's why I said like, you know, try to get into things that you would like to do. You know, this is the time when you can focus on your personal development also, not just your work, right? So yeah. this is something where you can focus. This is the time when you can focus on yourself. You can, you know, you have the liberty to do anything you want. So take that time for yourself. And so, you know, just just help yourself just get distracted. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, we're supposed to work from home again. Um, yeah. Do you think it's affected our sleep in any way? Yeah, it has. It definitely has. Because... Uh, I, there's no particular reason as such it's just uh, stress okay. um, the fact that we are in the same house in the same room it does affect this, the fact that we can't do much uh, does affect uh, and um, the fact that we can't do anything about the situation you know it's not in our control so because of that a lot of people have uh, been suffering with lack of sleep I would say but I guess this is because we're uh, remote working in, the, in a pandemic what if we were uh, working remotely by choice where a pandemic was not a threat, do you think it would have a more positive or a more negative impact on our sleep? Positive. I think it would be positive. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. Worried. Yeah, yeah. Because of what I did is I sent out a survey and I asked people about how uh, work from home has affected their sleep. And a lot of people, like almost half the respondents, said that um, their sleep was being affected in a good way. Well, of course, there were others that said that they were they had lack of sleep, lack of routine, lack of schedules and stuff like that. But a lot of people also said that they were having better quality sleep because of more time at hand and uh, also less stress from the commute and stuff. So they were... They had Some more- are getting to sleep in the afternoon also, which people are like. People are napping that's, that's a- <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah that is great so yeah. do you have any particular advice that you'd like to give people that work from home on how to keep themselves sane of course not in the middle of a pandemic just in general when people choose to work from home what can they do to avoid any kind of mental health disaster like I, like I said just focus on doing what you love apart from work don't be don't let work affect your life don't let work be your life you know there are there are so many things that you can do apart from your work focus on other things learn a new language do something take some classes focus on your personal development 
uh, take some kind of course uh, that's what i have been doing since the past one year i mean since last year i have been actually um, enhancing my skills and that is great you know that's amazing it really makes you feel amazing and it's still not enough i still want to learn more but that's just that's just it right again that's my thing unfortunately fortunately my work and my personal development it comes hand in hand you know because yeah. psychology is personal development plus it's my field right. but that's okay for me that's fine but maybe for an engineer it would be some something different like he can't he can't take a skill related to engineering i mean he can i mean some people are yeah. but i'm just saying you can focus on something that is not related to your work and that will definitely definitely give you satisfaction trust me on that that will so just focus 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 on something you love that's it that's it and spend time with the loved ones please do that and talk i think they should talk yeah communication is key very important and trust me the like i have seen in my life as well that communication if there's any kind of if there's lack of communication things go haywire don't let that happen you're already stressed enough don't let that become over, you know, don't let that overburden your life you know so yeah <laughs> cool go go ahead yeah what was i saying sorry what uh, was the question you can ask so, me <laughs> yeah i i was saying that uh, in some cases people uh, people want to seek professional cute <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry sorry so i'm so sorry no 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 it's fine um so i was saying that uh, in some cases people uh, are people contemplate whether they want to seek professional mental health or uh, they feel like they can you know self diagnose and take care of themselves so at what point i guess should people uh, actually take the step of approaching somebody professional for their mental health right so um, like i would say you uh, the people who actually are uh, seeking help uh, or who want to seek help um, i would call them layman right because they don't have the, that kind of um, education background that psychology background so they wouldn't understand what exactly is happening with them right they would just focus on the issue that they're going through but they wouldn't they wouldn't know how to deal with it and in what way to deal with it because they don't have the tools they don't have that kind of knowledge so i would always suggest them to you know go to a professional because they would guide you in the best way see all the work is something that you will have to do yourself but at least a professional will help you and guide you as to how to, how you can go about it right see right. the 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 professional is not going to um, you know kind of uh, take you out of that situation you know get you out of that issue you're going to do it by yourself but the professional will be there with you at every step basically so right. he will help you he will guide you so definitely go and seek a professional for the better knowledge for the better guidance and then you'll be okay Yeah, and you also said that if somebody is contemplating seeking professional mental help, it means that they think that they are not able to manage it by themselves. Right, right, right. So see, you know, even the slightest of thought, if you know, even the slightest of thought, like if you feel like you know, you think that you should be going to a therapist for this particular issue, uh, then obviously you're not able to handle it yourself, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't even think about that. You don't think about things unnecessarily. You think about things because there is a reason behind it. so that's when you should stop doubting yourself and just seek help don't unnecessarily um, you know pressurize yourself into thinking that you know what will other people say or should i actually be doing it and all of that no if it's actually coming to your mind if it's actually if you're actually thinking about it then might as well take that step it will benefit you either way right yeah so. but like uh, another this makes me think of the kind of unfair 
importance that is given to physical health over mental health when actually i think both just go hand in hand and they should be equally important people always give more importance to i'll be honest i'll be honest uh, uh, i would rather say that your physical health is affected because of your mental health more yes, it's at least at least 70 to 80% of the times your physical health is affected by your mental health and uh, your each and every emotion is associated with different body parts it's true yeah. so suppose um, uh, i'll just give you an example if suppose my right elbow is hurting that means i'm not able to um, deal with the change around me and that's true that's actually true Ooh, wow. so that's how it is lot of emotions affect your physical body lot of emotions it really depends what it is any other example? i know but i'll go because it's happened with me that's why i could tell you oh. <laughs> there were times there were, there were few changes in my life which i couldn't deal with and that's when i started having this pain and i've gone to the doctor everything i've done all of that um there was a tiny issue with it but i took medicines everything was okay but the pain was back and then the reports were normal what is happening and then i tried to understand when i started getting into the spiritual path i understood a lot of things so but i don't want to guide anyone uh, wrongly so till yeah. i have the perfect knowledge okay uh, i would not be able to say anything yeah nice but i mean i'm I still studying into it i'm still studying into it yeah and i also think you're just talking from your personal experience right yeah that's that's what i told you about my right elbow but yeah. there are a lot of things so i'm still studying it and eventually i'll uh, i will definitely talk about it once i am through it once i have learned everything properly i will be coming up with it and then everybody everybody will know so don't worry thanks so much for your insights pooja <laughs> <laughs> no problem no problem i'm glad i could help you in some or the other way thank you all for tuning in and i hope that this gave you something to think about in terms of the way you work stay tuned for our next podcast till then see ya